What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Ligori Campbell Invitational Podcast, also known as the Fifth Quarter. This is your host, Dylan Perlin, here today. Um, we don't have our co-host, Big Boy, with us today. He is here in spirit. He's actually in the house in person, but he's dealing with um, a couple headaches right now. And uh, coincidentally, Tua, if anyone's watching the Thursday night game, just got sent off with a head injury, so prayers up to him. But it's myself, along with co-host, Baby Sal, who's back in action, and we got Anthony Cass here today. You guys want to say hello to the people? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, glad to be back, as always, and uh, excited to get this going. Also glad to be back. Uh, another week. Let's do it. All right, so um, no problem at all. Dev actually was supposed to be our guest on the podcast um, because Junior was the highest scorer, obviously, last week and, and the week before then, and Dev was the highest scorer the first week, and uh, he's obviously in first place, but we didn't get a chance to get him on because he's in Poots Connor right now. So we'll definitely get him on. So um, Cass is going to serve as a co-host. And like I said, Baby Sal, but Baby Sal is going to serve as our guest of the hour because he actually is undefeated. And I think he had the third most points this week out of a not-so-great week. But um, before I get started, I have to talk about a few quick announcements. I left them at the end of last podcast. My apologies. So everyone that didn't hear them, um, you're getting them now. So if you listen within the first minute of this podcast, you'll hear them. Um, Ligori Campbell Invitational Announcements. The first one, Ligori Campbell Invitational Golf Outing will be held on November 19th and May 6th. Okay, we're going to have two. So one next one next uh, year as well. We have a tentative barbecue date for the league champion and um, the loser punishment, the ditch track, all that. That's going to be held on June 10th, tentative date as well. Coming this December, we're going to do a Ligori Campbell Murder Mystery Party. We don't have a date set on that yet, but it's going to be in the winter. And the future for LKI that is incoming, we have a green jacket dinner for the week before draft for obviously the, uh, we're going to do a Hall of Fame style for the winner of the league and, you know, former winners, things of that nature. The draft will no longer be hosted at Buffalo Wild Wings. There was a, uh, it was a good time, but it took just far too long, probably an extra hour or two simply because of everyone ordering food and paying the bill and stuff. We'll have it at somebody's house next year at one of the uh, Liguori Campbell Invitational owner residencies, which is fine. Um, and the draft will also be an all-day event. Um, it'll be planned on a weekend with months notice so everybody has a chance to make it and it's not just going to be the draft we'll have you know obviously partying and stuff going on before then so it'll be a lot of fun Um, food of course drinks you know and last but not least we'll be looking into holding a combine of various different events to compete for the draft picks I feel like that'll be a little bit fun rather than just picking it out of a hat and doing the um, you know calling everybody and having them pick their picks I think that's you know adds a little bit more of an element to it so it should be fun all right, everybody, thank you for listening to the announcements, and let's get into the week three re- recap. Um, so, Baby Sal, you're the guest of the hour. Um, you scored the third most points this week, and you scored 117.98. I scored the fourth most, I scored 117.16. No one broke 120 besides the first two guys, um, Dev and Junior, but they are both uh, previous. Well, Dev was supposed to be on the podcast, and Junior was already on. So, we're having you on, Baby Sal. Um, Ugly week in general. You and I, actually all of us, were sitting here watching, and we were just saying how ugly offensively the the, the games were, yep. especially if you had anybody in the Falcons game, the Cardinals game. Those were really bad. But um, it wasn't really a big week for offenses. Um, quarterbacks didn't put up a lot of points. Um, even Josh Allen and Diggs didn't get going as we liked. But uh, nevertheless, baby towel, take us take us through the week in general, and then take us through your matchup because yeah. you have you're, you are three and zero. The points for may not be there, but you know, win is a win. Yeah, so uh, my week started with um, 
Chubb getting uh, in the end zone and having another 100-plus yard game. And uh, I think he put up 17.30. So that was a nice way to start it off. Uh, other than that, I think everyone stayed consistent. Um, Herbert was on par with everyone else as far as having bad weeks, especially at the quarterback position. I mean, we saw even your guy, Kyler Murray, couldn't get in the end zone at all, not with his legs or, or with his arm. Um, but I think all together, my team was just, again, they stayed consistent throughout, and that's what a team really is. Um, I know Henderson shit the bed, and, and Kittle's just getting going finally. He just played his first match. Um, but I think that's that's really – you need to have a well-rounded roster, especially with two flex positions. Uh, you can't have too many spots that are just, just not, you know, at least meeting the, the floor of possibly like 10 to 12 points. Like if you can get guys that are just putting up that amount consistently, you're in the, you're in it. You know, you're in it to win it. I mean, the problem is there's 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 probably three tiers in this league. Uh, Joe, Junior and, and Dev are fortunately at a, at a tier way higher than all of us right now. Um, I think me, you, Cast, and, and Big are right at that second tier. Um, it can go probably either way there. And then I think um, leading off with Nick Santuccio's team and, and that kind of like he's the lead of that lower tier. But um, however, there is probably a fourth tier, and that's Don and, with himself. So, you know, his projection is like 80 each week, and, 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 and you know, I don't think Yahoo's wrong on that. He's just horrible. So, um, yeah, no, it, it, was, it was another consistent week. Obviously, across the board, it wasn't good, but uh, I got the dub. Joey's, uh, I think we neutered the dog. I think he, now he's a puppy. And uh, he's stuck in a hurricane. Thank God he's okay. Um, bless up to Tua. That was ridiculous. I hate seeing that shit. And, um, yeah, that's what I got. All right. Um, you heard it from the uh, second place um, in the league right now. Second place uh, holder right now is Baby Sal. Um, in the middle of the pack for points four, but still putting up a consistent about 120 per week, which is definitely um, enough to win you games. Also, shout out Chris Olave. I think that's a phenomenal pick by you, Baby Sal. He's he's been looking really really good. Um, he had 13 targets last week. He had uh, another 13 this week. He had went bonkers for 147 yards. Um, I think he found a diamond in the rough there. I think that was a good pick by you. Um, all right, well we were going to be moving on. Uh, Yahoo rated that matchup a D, and yeah, it was pretty ugly. Joey uh, could have made it a game towards the end. I forget who he had on the. Uh, it was a board. A lot of these matches. Suck. Yeah, I mean, I forget who, suck. forget who he had towards the end. He actually had Sterling Shepard for the Giants. Hey, if he would have caught maybe one or two of those freaking balls that he dropped for Daniel Jones, could have been closer, but it is what it is. Um, now that we have Cass here, and uh, damn, Cass ran into an absolute wall. Uh, I told him this when we were sitting down. I said it's actually a good thing that he didn't waste his really, really good week um, on a week that you're playing the top scorer because it's almost like... Uh, you know, it just takes the wind out of your sails. So, Cass, if you want to talk about... we got Junior in the room right now. Cass, if you want to talk about what happened with your matchup, um, not so much about Junior's team because it speaks for itself for these past few weeks, but um, I know you made a trade this week with myself, which we can get to, and just overall, um, rough week by you in terms of uh, total points. Broke a little bit over 100, but what's your take going forward and on the matchup? Yeah, man. Again, another another bad performance by Brady. Um, starting to get a little concerned, but obviously he doesn't have Godwin and he didn't have Edwin's this week. So I, I am excited to for them to get back because he definitely needs them. But yeah, I this was pretty much over about I'd say a half hour into Sunday. Uh, junior's team just went absolutely off. So I, I really not much not much I could do. I mean, I like you said the offense on Sunday was just absolutely terrible. Every game on red zone that came up, it was just like incompletions, interceptions. It was 
it was it was ugly. So um, yeah, uh, Aaron Jones, I need more from him. He was going against the Bucks, and and they've been a the best run defense for the past couple of years. So not concerned there. But uh, yeah, I did. We did make a trade. Me and you. We forgot what day it was, but we spent basically the whole day trying to figure something out. Um, I just felt like I had a bunch of running back depth, and and I wanted to shore up my tight end spot. Pitts looked really good last week, and I could just pray that he continues that. I mean, the problem was I, I feel like whoever I start and don't start, the one I don't start goes off. Like, I've been choosing between Edmonds and Edward Tiller every week so far, and I just I hate that. And with Stevenson um, getting more and more volume, I just felt like I should now was the right time to move a running back for a position I'm severely lacking. So I'm excited about the future of my team and um, excited for this week. Uh, you heard it there from the um, – what place is Cass in? From the, I think, sixth place, seventh place, Anthony Cast, Seventh place, Anthony Cast. Um, right in the middle of the pack at points 4-2. I mean, it's really up for grabs in that middle tier, like Baby South said. I mean, the first two were kind of in the tier of their own, and they were all kind of clawing for it. Um, we got the Ant Squared matchup this week, Cass versus Big. Uh, Cass has Waddle going right now, and uh, I don't think Big has anybody going in this game. Uh, but we will progress. Um, I will go to my matchup with Big. Um, Big is dealing with a headache, so he's not going to touch on it, but I think this matchup as a whole probably gave him the headache. Um it was giving me one, too. Uh, like everybody said, it just a disastrous week for offenses. He had David Montgomery, went down early. Um, he had Najee Harris, did okay. Uh, I mean, nobody really went off for either of us besides CeeDee Lamb for him and Saquon Barkley for me. Uh, they kind of offset each other with 22 points each. And my team just kind of sucked a little bit worse, but it really wasn't pretty by anybody. Um, I didn't think Kyler Murray could get any worse watching him score zero touchdowns the entire game. And then I watched Russell Wilson play. He scored zero touchdowns, and he only got nine fantasy points. Um, so, I mean, I guess that kind of helped me because Big Boy had him as his quarterback. But 117 to 104, I won. Really not much to say here. Just a pretty scrappy game, pretty ugly. Left some points on my bench, but that's the story of my life. Um, Christian Kirk looked good for Big. I guess that's a bright spot. And then Big and I also made a trade this week, so Cass talked about the other one. I will talk about this one. Um, I gave away James Conner, and um, I got back uh, Corlin Sutton in return. And I let me see. I actually don't even remember the entire trade, so let me just go back. Uh, and you gave away Dotson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you yeah. got Dotson. Yeah, I got Dotson. I gave away Drake London and James Conner. I got back Corlin Sutton, James Dotson, uh, John Dotson, I should say. So Sutton, obviously, I believe was the best player in that trade. Um, I needed. I wanted another top tier receiver because Justin Jefferson's been kind of letting me down. Although Drake London has looked really, really good, it's just um, there's just not a lot of balls that go around in that offense, and I honestly just couldn't stand to watch another Atlanta Atlanta offensive game anymore because it was just handoff to Cordell, handoff to Cordell, third and short, dump it off to Cordell, and it was just getting really, really tiring. All of us watching were actually laughing at how pathetic it was. Nevertheless, moving forward, um, I think it also helped big because he needed the running back depth. I know he was dealing with the Dave Montgomery injury, so he's got James Conner now this week. So congratulations on that. Hopefully he does better for you than he did for me. Uh, moving forward, let's go to oh, – we, we can go to Tooch and Danny there, the fifth-place spot versus the Ant Bullies, the commissioner, Billy and Sal. Worst week of – might be worst week of the season. 
85 total points in a full PPR double flex league obviously isn't going to win you many games. Um, just absolute disaster by them. Uh, even yeah, Diggs and Adams, who were their first two picks, didn't really give them much. Stafford got 10. Sanders got 5. Dylan got 5. I mean, um, that's sometimes the pains you feel when you draft receivers early because the running backs go off the board very, very quickly, especially in this draft. And uh, it's coming back to bite them right now. So I know they're looking to make moves. So hit them up if you got some running back up because I know they want to make trades. Um, Pity City. Uh, you said this, I think, Baby Sal. You like the way that these guys drafted. I think they drafted around you guys, uh, around you. Maybe one or two spots in front of you. Yeah, they, and were, they were three. And, and they were by you too, Cass. Yep. So um, I'll let you both speak on this team. Uh, one, I'll let you speak on it, Cass, because I know you're a, f- a former co-manager, so you know... Uh, the pains and also the luxuries of doing so um, about these guys. And, uh, I mean, not the best week, but a win is a win. 108 points. Cass, you can go first, and the baby's how you can go. Um, what do you think about these guys moving forward? And, you know, the, your take on also, um, with, if Montgomery misses some time, they do have Herbert, so it's a good find for them. Yeah, I feel like they they always um, get handcuffs, and they like to play that uh, the risk of having someone go down, and they have the, the handcuffs. So, uh, it's Good strategy, honestly. If it works out, it's, it's high ceiling. So, um, yeah, with, with in regards to them co-managing, I know they prepare a lot. They text every day. They're they're both extremely smart in fantasy, and um, I think it works for them. I know they they do have some issues. They butt heads a little bit because um, both strong opinions. But I think I think if, if anyone could co-manage, it's them. So I think. I, I do like their team. I know they took some of my guys. I really wanted Pittman. Um, I wanted Terry, where where they drafted him. I, I knew that going in, that they were going to take the, the guys I wanted because, you know, like, like I said, they're very smart. They, they pick the value that's there. Um, I think they're going to hit with Herbert. I know Montgomery is hurt, and even when he wasn't hurt, I mean, Herbert was stealing his carries, and, and I don't know if – Herbert's gonna eventually take over. That'd be huge for them. Uh, that's something we have to we have to see in the future. But yeah, it's it's important to get these wins when you have an off week. Um, so they're two and one. Don't have that many points for. But like I said, it's early. Um, all you need to do is stack wins and and go from there. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly there at the end. I mean, they're both still two and one. There's no panic button at the moment. Um, terrible weeks. Uh, my first question I want to present is, is this a uh, result of having co-owners? But then again, Nick and Danny, I almost forget that they are co-owners because they've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like the, you know, the example of like that it can work. Um, however, on, on Sal's side, is, it, is, this, is this really affecting, you know, his weeks because, you know, of that? I mean, they started off 2-0, that's great. Um, where would they go from here? Um, I'm not sure the dynamic with those two, but um, this could be a result of that. We'll see. Um, yeah, this is just another crappy game, and I think we all had crappy games. Actually, the, the shit bowl, which is the one we expected to be crappy, might be, have been the best game of the week, which we're about to get to. Um, I don't want to touch too much on the players because we do that every week. Um, you know, I think I think Nick and Danny definitely have a little bit of a better team in the long run. They have that kind of safe team that can go off or, or just have a good solid floor. You know, so I, I like their team a lot. Um, and then Sal's team is, is just there's more upside there. There's definitely more upside, but if they don't hit, she's, he's in trouble. And I think that's what we saw. So, you know, they'll make moves, you know. Yeah, they, they, they were uh, really asking me for running backs this week. Um, yeah. Again, I, 
like the previous weeks, it's just it's not working out with our teams because um, we kind of have players on the same teams. Like I have Gabe Davis, they have Stephon Diggs, I have Aaron Jones, they have Dylan. So it's just it's not really working out with the trading. Um, I know we're gonna try to you know keep going with it, but I don't I don't know if uh, a trade is lined up. So we'll we'll see. Alrighty, so that is a good um, good recap on that game. I think we, we, like you said, what, we got one or two more. Yep, we got uh, nice. We got two more left. We'll uh, go to the ship bowl. Yeah, we'll go to the ship bowl that we called. We named it the ship bowl, the toilet bowl, whatever you want to call it. Last week, the shit two week. Yeah, honestly, it was a whole shit week. We got a whole bunch of shit bowls. Um, but Chris Cameron, for as shitty as his team was, actually outscored most of the teams this week. Um, didn't have a great week, but 115 points seemed like it was enough to get it done. Versus the Don John duo. Um, I'll touch on Chris and then I'll segue to you because, uh, baby, you can go first because I know you have a lot to say about Don and John. Um, Chris Camerote, uh, I'll say it every single week. I think he had the best draft in terms of value. Um, I also think he definitely struck some gold with Jamal Williams now that DeAndre Swift might be missing some time. I know that Keenan Allen was out, so this is kind of a nice balance for him. Um, but Chris has some heavy hitters on his team. It's only about time um, that they start, you know, dialing in. Derrick Henry obviously can win you any given week. Patrick Mahomes can win you any given week. Deontay Johnson, PPR machine. Darren Waller, absolute stud. Um, and then, you know, he's got a couple guys that can fill in. Uh, Cam Akers obviously looking better than he did the first week. Um, Keenan Allen, if he gets him off, you know, off his injury, it, I mean, I think Chris can make some noise. I, this isn't a bad team. Like, this, I don't think this looks like a last place team. Um... The other team that he played against is starting to look like a last place team. Uh, Baby Sal, I'll let you go first, and then you could segue to Cast. Uh, you took some shots at these guys, in particular Don. You told him that he should have been, you know, better off on the golf course than in the fantasy league, and I can confirm he did hear that. And uh, he, his his team is taking it as some sort of motivation. Johnny was ranked twelfth uh, in the power rankings a few weeks back, and he was absolutely devastated. He was trying to fight for an eleventh spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what what is your take on both of them, and then just what yeah, they should do moving I, I forward? Mean, it's not again. It's not you don't. It's not to take it personal. I'm not even trying to pick on anybody. So if it, it's going to motivate them, that's what I do. That's, I'm a coach. So I mean, good. I did my job. But uh, I think Bones. I, I see some. They're trying to make transactions. So someone's stepping up, and clearly it's not Don. So you know they're trying. But uh, when Jamar Chase puts up 12 points or you know less, I mean that's that's going to kill them. They they are getting a little bit bit by the injury bug. So let's just keep it what it is. Um, Elijah Mitchell's out. You know, they just got Dobbins healthy, so maybe he can pick it up for them. Juju Smith-Schuster's up and down. Julio Jones was out since week one, so maybe he gets back going. And he looked good when he was in there. Um, Lizard King got in the end zone. I don't know if they, did they not play him last week. You know, he played. Nice. He got 14 points. But these are guys that, like, you don't know if they're going to hit. They're not going to give you consistency. Uh-huh. That's the big issue. Um, Aaron Rodgers is just, he's a baby. So I don't. You know, I, I would get rid of him personally. Try to find a better, you know, quarterback. There might even be ones on the waiver that you can probably get more upside out of. I don't know. Um, but other than that, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. They're going to keep, got to keep pushing and, and making moves. Don't if you you sit where you're at, you're dead. You know, you're going to sink, sink or swim. Um, if it's down on the boat, the boat's sinking. So, uh, bones, you can pick up the slack and um, and carry carry uh, carry him to salvation. I guess. So Don, I love you to death, and uh, I really do hope you get, you find success, bud. We all wait, wait, dude. We all want you in the, in the in the playoffs. That's not even a joke. We'd love to see you make a run. Yeah, man. I, I touched on it last week. Um, I speak to Johnny a lot. Um, in this week we were in trade talks as well. Um, 
I was looking to get Chase or, or Samuel because I, I had the running backs, like I said, and they are severely lacking in running backs. But um, Johnny wanted to, to give Chase and Samuel another chance. He said that trading one of those would, wouldn't help his team. And uh, I respect his, his, his faith in, his, in the team he drafted. But Chase is looking looking bad again tonight. Um, and when you have Tony Pollard as your RB1, you, you need Chase to be last year Chase and Samuel to be last year Samuel, and it's not happening right now. So, um, yeah, it is it is looking like a last-place team. I don't want to beat on them too much because we've been doing that a lot. So I'll touch on Chris a little bit. I agree with you that he had a good draft. Um Keenan Allen will be back this week, so that's huge for him. And I think, yeah, he could he could maybe sneak into the playoffs as sixth seed. Um, if not, I, I don't think he he's in contention for one of the worst teams. So that, that's that's a plus. Um, yeah, he he just needs to, I'd say, shore up that that flex those flex spots because Robbie Anderson and and, and Scotty Miller aren't cutting it. But Jamal Williams is huge. I think Swift's missing at least two games. So. Williams performs when Swift plays, and so without him, he, I think he he he's a very good piece to have. So um, that's that for that matchup. Alrighty, Don John, you heard it here first. You've heard it for a couple weeks now. Let's make some freaking moves, guys. Um, nevertheless, let's move to our first place finisher. The uh, I think he's the clear cut. You know, one A junior is about one B in this league. Um, Devin Span partner with his brother Devonte Span. Um, they've broken 150 points every single week. They have multiple studs on this team. Josh Allen 32, Amon Ross St. Brown 13 points and he got hurt. AJ Brown 19 points. Jonathan Taylor 12 points and didn't even have a good week. James Robinson 20 points and he's a, supposedly a backup running back and he's getting all the touches. Leonard Fournette 12 points, had an off week. Mari Cooper absolute stud from where they got him. He got 23 points and they have Damian Pierce another starting running back. Um, who's on their bench that's getting 20 touches a game that they could put in every single week. This team is absolutely unbelievable. I hate to say it because obviously I have my rivalry with Deb, but um, they're looking like the front runner right now. Um, I know it's obviously early, but um, right now I think they're looking for, you know, they're, they're coming for blood. They're coming for the undefeated season, I know Deb said. so. And uh, until proven otherwise, I don't know if anybody's going to take him off his throne. Do have to say though, matchup of the week, he is playing junior this week. So the winner of this, I said it in my video um, in the snap group, winner of this will be the number one team in the power rankings. This is for this is a heavyweight title fight, and uh, Luca Duccio didn't really stand much of a chance at this one. Put up about a hundred points, which wasn't a good week, but no one else had a good week either. Obviously, it didn't help him that Kamara didn't play, and obviously doesn't help him even more that DeAndre Swift got hurt. So I think uh, what what's the saying? It's getting late early yeah. for for Luke. Um, and I hate to say that because I know Luke's a good manager. I know he takes fantasy very seriously. Um, and uh, he's a league champion last year. And I don't know if it seems like a curse in this league where if league champions come in and then the next year they just um, absolutely just spiral out of control. But uh, it, it seems to be happening right here. And uh, I, I don't want to say uh, one good thing for Luke, I do have to say. He's got a T. Higgins touchdown this week already. So he's starting off the Thursday night pretty good, which is always a good way to start. Um Obviously, leagues aren't won on Thursday night, but at least you can get some points out of it. And uh, I know he drafted him pretty high. Um, but I'll leave it to both of you guys. 
just on the matchup in general. And I mean, I think that we could probably say both of these teams, speaking of Luke and Devert, heading in different directions moving forward. So I think it's the same as as your game where you know you had Junior, he had him, and and again, not only even if he had a decent week, he wasn't winning. So maybe it's good he got another shit week out of the way. Um, again, it was a shit week for everybody, mostly except for those two. Um, he's just got to get his, his pieces hitting. I, I I know he's gonna end up trading at least once in this next week or so if he doesn't especially doesn't win this week i think he'll get the win this week so it'll be one and three and he'll make some moves um you know but hollywood browns is is is, is a huge highlight higgins like you said already has a touchdown kamara just has to have a good week like and and swift is is he still banged up that's that's a yeah, big that's a big problem that, that's really really sucks yeah. but you could slide kareem hunt in robert robert woods finally got going you know so I, th- I think they'll figure out a way to pull off some scrappy wins for now and probably make, you know, if they can get in the running, anything can happen. He's, he, Luke is good enough for that. And then, um, yeah, Devin is still the team to beat, even though Junior's coming in hot. And uh, good luck to anybody who has to play Devin in the next couple weeks here, or this week even. So. Yeah, um, Dev's, Devin, Dev's team is just really, really good, and they're not getting any production out of the tight end. And even Jonathan Taylor is not – um, putting up Jonathan Taylor numbers, which is insane because they're still putting up 150 every week. Um, so there's no slowing down this team. I, I, I really, really think they could push for that undefeated season. Um, it's just a, a solid team all around. And, and for Luke, I think this is like the first time I've ever seen him in this situation where he is – struggling this bad he's in the bottom um especially in this league I, I do other leagues with him but in this league he really he really performs so this is a shock and I, I don't really see much upside unless he makes some moves I think Kamara is looking really washed up um he's not the focal point of the offense anymore Michael Thomas is back Olave is getting all the all the balls um DJ Moore looks terrible I, I, it's not his fault Baker is just god awful um, and, and Allen Robinson too I think I, I had him last year and he was terrible everyone thought he was going to be better this this year with Stafford which makes complete sense but it's not happening for him either they're using Ben Skoranek over him giving him more targets and um, I think Marquise Brown in a couple weeks when Hopkins comes back we'll will lose targets obviously lose that volume so I think unless Luke does something drastic I I really am struggling to see upside with this team which which sucks because like I said it's not what we're we're known for with Luke so yeah I I think he'll make moves he like you guys said he loves this league he he will make moves he'll try to do some trades so it's not dead but like I said I don't I don't see the upside yet Alrighty, well said by Anthony Cast. I appreciate everybody's breakdown of that, and um, no, I definitely agree. Um, don't want to see Luke, I don't like, you know, down and out like this. But I don't think he's gonna roll over. Um, Devin Devontae, on the other hand, they are a very fast-moving train, going full speed ahead. Um, I think we all of us sitting here could probably agree the matchup of the week is Dev versus Junior. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of eyeballing some matchups right now. I know I'm going against Joey. Um, Baby Sal is going against Don John. So, I mean, if there's an upset alert, I think it's there. Um, Baby Sal being the number two seed and Don and John not having a win yet. 
Um, I mean, other than that, we got a couple good matchups. Uh, we got the Ant Squared matchup, what I talked about. Um, Luke has a good start versus the Ant Bullies right now. And Pity City versus Wolf of Wall Street. I think those are two pretty evenly matched squads. I think that'll be a good one, too. Um, nevertheless, I think that's about it. We'll keep a little shorter podcast tonight. Uh, I know we don't have Big with us, but he should be back and ready to rock next week. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to just shout out uh, everybody in the league. Just, you know, keep being active, keep sending trades, keep making waiver polls and uh talking in the chat and you know get together watch the games together it's always a lot of fun and uh yeah keep your ears and eyes open for um new updates from the commissioner and myself because we will be trying to plan more stuff so um that has been it for me and uh cast and baby so i'll let you close this out and then we will catch you guys next week good luck everybody and hopefully everybody's players stay safe and everybody stay safe shout out to joey who's in, in the middle of a hurricane right now please return safely because we love you yeah, um, hit me up for trades. I'm still still looking to make some more moves, so let me know. Hey, guys, let's hope for just a better week all around, um, and good luck to everybody. Don, uh, except for you. Yeah, I ain't playing you enough because I hate you. I love you. <laughs> and uh, good luck, everyone. Catch you guys next week. See ya. Maybe that wasn't too long.